Hey, what's up guys? Captain Carlos here with Maria Gear. So today we're going to be talking fresh water. That's right. I said fresh water, sweet water, whatever you want to call it. Um, talking about a fish that it's not native to Florida, but it's been here since the late 80s when they introduced them. Uh, and they've kind of taken over, you know, the South Florida area. I'm talking about none other than the peacock bass. We are very fortunate to have these fish down here in South Florida because uh, they've actually contributed to the, the tourism over the years. Um, people can come down here from out of state and actually target them. They don't have to go down to, you know, Colombia or uh, Brazil to go target, you know, nice quality peacock bass on light tackle. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and dive into it. Uh, I'm going to go over some, some rigging tactics. Uh, the tackle you're going to be using, and the time of year that you can go ahead and target these fish. So it seems like every spring, uh, these fish, you know, start spawning pretty heavily when the temperature warms up, and they're becoming, like, even more aggressive than they usually are, which is probably one of the most aggressive fish out there. So they're, they're really on the hunt, but they're also protecting their beds, so... This time of year, sight fishing is just awesome for them. You know, from springtime through late summer, you got a pretty good shot at catching quite a quite a few peacocks and big ones, you know, sitting on beds. So there's a couple different ways you can target them. Uh, you know, conventional gear, using a little spinning outfit or a bait caster, or you can go, you know, fishing a, a fly rod as well. You know, nice little light fly setup. Uh, I like both. You know, I'm not too picky, but I'd say 90% of the time I'm throwing a little spinning rod. I've got a Daiwa BG 3000 packed with 10-pound braid. Uh, holds a ton of line. I mean, close to like 400 yards of that. And then I got, I've got it matched up to a Star Plasma 8 to 15 pound spinning rod the whole combo weighs like less than half a pound i think i mean it doesn't weigh anything which is comfortable you know when you're throwing bait or lures all day long um and then i am running a uh, a little leader on the end i like having that extra shock especially when you're fishing uh down in miami there's a lot of those limestone pits uh that are deep and these bigger fish, when they hit, they go deep along that edge. So you need something that has some backbone and, uh, you know, on the rod end, but also has a little bit of give. You know, if you're using braid, it doesn't have much give. So I like put, putting a little leader on there. I'll usually put 20-pound fluoro, uh, sometimes even 30, you know, depending on how big the fish that we're targeting are and the area or the structure. So keep that in mind. Uh, I'm running a double line on my braided uh, line, okay, to connect the leader to the monofilament or fluorocarbon leader. Uh, the double line, I'm going to be making the the double line comprised of either a spider hitch or a bimini. I've found those are, are probably the easiest. Uh, once you practice them enough, you, you can get them down pretty quickly. Uh, I probably use the spider hitch more often because it's even faster. And then I, I, like, I like to make a short double line, not a very long one, maybe six to eight inches of double line. Uh, and then I'll connect it with a Yucatan or a reverse Albright. 
okay? Um, the, again, the leader I'm using is 20 pound on the average, and then I'll use three to four feet of that 20 pound just to give me that, that you know, the invisible factor, um, usually using fluorocarbon too. Then on the business end, it really just depends what I'm going to be fishing with. So if I'm fishing live bait, um, I like throwing circle hooks at these fish. Peacock bass are lightning fast. I mean, when they hit your line, it's like a lightning bolt. They're super fast, uh, very agile fish. They've got broad caudal fins, so that enables them to make very rapid, you know, burst, but short distances. So, um, when they go ahead and hit your bait, I mean, a lot of times you won't even see it. That's how fast they are. Uh, so having that, uh, that circle hook, I actually think helps you out a lot because when they hit it and they turn, it, it automatically hooks the fish. You know, you don't even really have to set the hooks. Just keep your rod tip down. When he hits it real down, he's on. I mean, no question. Uh, as far as the circle hook type, I like using inline circle hooks, light wire. So a light wire inline circle hook. Uh, I'm going to repeat that again. Light wire inline circle hook. Uh, what that means is the gauge or the thickness of the hook is on the lighter end. Uh, the reason I choose the, the light wire is because I think when you're fishing a bait such as a shiner, even a little brim, um, you know, you want to fish a, a hook that's not too cumbersome and it'll allow the bait to swim as natural as possible. That makes a huge factor in getting the bite or not. I mean, if you've got a big bulky hook on the end of your line uh, and it's weighing the bait down, pretty much look, making them look like they're dead, <laughs> the fish isn't going to be too interested. So that, that's one of the main reasons I like the light wire. Um, use a good quality hook, though. I mean, a couple different manufacturers that I stick to are Gamakatsu, VMC, or Owner. You know, those three you can't go wrong with. Uh, and then the size hook, you're just going to vary depending on the size of your bait. So if you've got a little bit bigger bait, you know, a shiner or a brim, then you're going to be using a bigger hook. Uh, one thing I could tell you about the size of the hook, they are going to vary among manufacturers. So, for example, a 4.0 and a VMC isn't going to be the same size as a 4.0 and a Gamakatsu. Keep that in mind. Also, try to fish the biggest hook that you can get away with. What I mean by that is you want to fish a hook that is going to seat well in the bait, okay? Usually going to hook the bait in the nostril cavity. They'll have like these two little holes, you know, above their mouth. Uh, that's where you're going to hook it 99% of the time. And then, uh, you know, if, if you hook it there and the bait swims naturally, like it's not, you know, being bothered and it just scoots along fine, then you know you got the right size hook. If you hook it there... And the thing just sinks like a rock, you know you need to change out your hook. Maybe put a lighter hook on or a smaller hook, okay? Um, but do fish the biggest hook you can get away with because the bigger the hook, the better the bite you're going to get when the fish hits. And what I mean by bite is uh, the actual hook, you know, the point of the hook turning in to the fish, uh, it's, it's going to help you out there a little bit. It's going to grab quicker. If you've got too small of a hook on there, you'll probably end up missing a bigger fish. So, you know, keep those, you know, keep those factors in mind. Um, as far as lures, you want to fish lures that pretty much mimic 
any of the forage that's around. So something that looks like a baby peacock bass, uh, a shiner, a brim, you know, anything like that. Uh, I like fishing a couple different things. I like fishing twitch baits, sinking lures, okay, uh, lipless, those work pretty well. Uh, kind of like a little rattle trap or even our, our manic minnow twitch bait, that works pretty well. And again, stick to colors that, you know, mimic the baits that are around. So like, uh, you know, brown top, gold body, you know, green, orange, anything like that. That's, that's kind of mimicking what the bait fish that they're going to be eating. Uh, and then you could also fish, uh, another very productive lure is just a little jig, believe it or not, a little crappie jig that pisses them to high heaven. <laughs> it pisses them off so much. Um, the little jigs work very well and bright colors, you know, the, the white, the chartreuse, believe it or not, uh, that color works pretty well because peacock bass do have like that, uh, bright green or, or yellow, you know, as part of their color scheme. Uh, on their their body profile so you know those two colors sh should work well for you and then if you want to go the sporty route of fishing a fly rod all you need is a little i want to say a four weight something like that um, maybe up to a six weight depending on how big the fish are but four weight will probably get you in there a uh, little more manageable and you're going to be using the the same type uh, leader you know for your tippet 20 pound that's fine uh, as far as your fly, you want to use a couple different style flies. You can actually run a little popper. Sometimes that works well, just ripping it quickly along the bank. Um, again, stick to colors that, that mimic a brim. So like your green, orange, reds, stuff like that, gold. Uh, and then you could also use sinking flies or a little clouser pattern with lead eyes. That works really well. Um, stick to around the three inch mark three to four inch mark as far as the size of the profile of the fly i like tying my own uh, i use a lot of the puglisi fibers and i kind of blend them using olive back you know throw in some flash in there with some some orange flash or pearl and that usually does it um definitely you know don't forget the the gold too i can't stress how important uh, the gold color is the peacock. They, they kind of gravitate towards it. Um, one other thing that I do need to mention about these fish, when they are bedding, you're sight fishing them. So do not cast the lure or the bait right at their head. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people I see do this. And it, a lot of times it'll actually spook them. So you want to cast past the fish, okay, a good 10, 15 feet past them, and then work the lure or the bait in the direction that the wind's blowing or the, the water's moving. So it looks natural. You want this presentation to look as natural as possible. Um, work it on the outside of the bed, just kind of like, you know, making it look like a, a bait fish is investigating their, their fry or their eggs, and that's when they're going to attack. Okay, so keep that in mind um, when you're presenting your, your baits and lures, and you should stay pretty well connected to these fish. I appreciate you very much for tuning in. Make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and stay tuned. we got a lot more stuff coming down here. Thank you.